Let's talk some commodities. Mr. Dan Deming is with us this afternoon. We're looking at crude oil right now. Still down about 5%, uh, Dan. So, I mean, it's not because of auto sales. They're doing okay. Uh, what's the deal here? What's up with WTI? Well, I think it's a supply issue. There's concerns about uh, the fact that there's going to be a uh, excess supply as we move into 2023, especially some of the, the dynamics that are playing out, the OPEC plus uh, scenario. Couple that with you know China continuing to slowly reopen, but maybe not at the pace that the market had anticipated. And it does appear that China is importing, at least at the moment, less oil as well. So I think those are some of the factors, however. Also, you know, the, the, we have been finding this range here for the last uh, month or two. You know, the low end was uh, around $70 in the early December. December, and then we bounced back up into the mid 80s. And now we're trending back down towards the recent lows. But I don't think this is uh, too significant yet, unless we were to break below 70. And then I think it becomes much more significant. But uh, to me, I, I just generally feel that uh, crude's going to continue to kind of bounce around here uh, between the 70 and $80 level until we get some more clarity as to what's taking place in China and also some of the uh, data that we're going to receive here in the coming weeks. This spread that's emerging between Chinese stocks and crude oil uh, telling us that maybe the economic issue is a, is a Western problem right now, Dan? Possibly, Oliver. Yeah, I mean, you're seeing some catch up to some degree being played as in various parts of the globe when you look at the the, the market's action. But uh, I think possibly that uh, also I think there's a dynamic playing out here, Oliver, of a of a resetting of kind of the expectations uh, when you look at the interest rate environment and how that might impact the global economies as well. So I think those are two of the primary parts that are kind of influencing the pricing structure here and the potential potential expectations for demand moving forward as well. But I think overall, Oliver, we'll, we'll get some clarity here in the next couple of weeks. OPEC Plus does have a meeting coming up shortly as well. And, uh, you know, China will continue to slowly uh, deliver probably more information as to uh, their process of getting through the COVID-19 scenario that they're currently dealing with. So overall, though, you know, we continue to hear the word recession kicked around here in the first uh, week of the new year and how deep that's going to be is also another factor, I think, contributing to why we're seeing uh, some uh, pressure on uh, some of the areas where, you, you know, you, you think demand could uh, wane if we do see a true recession kick in. There's uh, right now a lot of commentary here, Dan, that says, oh, because recession seems like an inevitability and everybody's talking about it, uh, it pay, it'll pay to take the opposite side of that, the fade what people uh, deem as consensus. So I guess a two-parter, one, do you think recession is consensus? Two, if it is, what do you do about it? I think that it is a consensus. Okay. Uh, and I think you're also very astute in, uh, in, uh, in looking at the pricing structure of the markets and has it already been priced in. And I think that that is a high probability as well. Mm. Uh, it appears that the market's kind of setting up for what would be a pretty significant slowdown in the next two quarters. And if that doesn't necessarily manifest, then we do see rates top out or even come in a little bit, that could be the catalyst that you know could propel this market significantly higher in the middle of the year. 
and I think that to some degree that you're seeing the pricing, uh, price action in various uh, sectors of the market, anticipating the possibility already, trying to get ahead of it. Because typically, uh, you know, markets bottom uh, either three to six months prior to the formal announcement of a recession. So I think you got a lot of market participants trying to gauge that uh, scenario. And it does appear that the way the market's being priced, the way the bond market's being priced, that uh, the short-term aspects are, you know, certainly significant as far as uh, the Fed maintaining a pretty aggressive stance. But longer term, even looking at a, you know, like a year to two years, and then shifting even further than that, you know, the market expects that rates are going to come down quite a bit, and therefore you see market participants trying to get ahead of that uh, in the equity markets and trying to anticipate what sectors will uh, benefit from a shift in the Fed policy. All right, a nice uh, setup uh, for our next conversation about uh, what bonds might be pricing into. Uh, uh, always the ultimate question and the hardest one to answer. Thank it you, sure Dan Deming, for taking a stab as always, sir. Thank you, Oliver. All right, looking forward to another year of the conversation. Dan, Managing Director, KKM Financial.